What up, internets? Uh, we back a couple of days late, you know what I'm saying? But we here, you know what I'm saying? We don't always be there when you want us, but we always on time, like white Jesus. Um, <laughs> always on time. Yes, yes, yes. It's your boy, B, easy. And I got my girl with me, Miss. Miss who? Miss Courtney. I thought you was going to say your name. Anyway, we'll, oh, we'll, no. <laughs> we'll work on all of that intro stuff, man. We kind of, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to get it together and all of that stuff. But um, we back, you know what I'm saying? Courtney had to go on a little mission this weekend, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, Go and blame me. Go and blame yeah. me. I, I could take my stuff with me and all kind of stuff, you know, damn well. Ain't nobody going to want you to record <laughs> while you out just in them streets. So. And let me tell you, I am so glad. When I tell you I was man down Sunday, that mm-hmm. I was, oh, my God. I'm so glad. I didn't get my my, my life together to about 3, 4 o'clock. Word. So what did you uh, so, what did you get into this weekend? We went to Seattle and uh, we got a hotel in downtown Seattle mm. and we went to this uh, place called Rumba. It's a rum bar. They have like over 200 rums and that's my alcoholic beverage of choice. Um, and then we went to um, this little gay spot and they had like the best drag show I've ever been to. Oh, and yeah, so you had pictures of that. Yeah, and then I literally danced, like, all night. I was drinking, and then, like, we was just walking downtown, and then I got me a vegan dog, and the next day I had, like, ketchup and mustard all over my pants. So you basically just ate bread. Huh? So you basically just ate bread. No, there's an actual vegan dog in there. It's a dog, but not it's not made with meat. Shut up. <laughs> Hold on. I don't want to sidetrack you, but just vegan people, just stop stealing our stuff. Make your own shit. Oh, shut up. Anyway, go and ahead. And we go did. Ahead. That's why we have vegan dogs. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, so you had your vegan dog. You had mustard and shit all over the place. All yeah, your... Hold I was up. real hungover the next day. Ooh. Were your... Hold up. Were your pants white? No, they were just blue distressed jeans. Also, oh, you ain't really got to wash them, them whole jeans. You can just, you know what I'm saying, get that out. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> and um, we had a really, really good time. Um, it was my first time taking an Uber. Oh, well, we didn't take Uber. We did Lyft. But oh. um, it was my first time doing that. And then the girl in the Lyft, like, shout out to Megan. She had Girl Scout cookies in there. Mm, which ones? Did you... She had all of them, but wow. I bought sh- uh, shortbread. Oh, she was selling it. She wasn't giving away. Yeah. No, no, no. She was selling them. Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, I don't want to s- keep sidetracking you when you was talking about Girl Scout cookies, but I had the, the ones in the yellow box. They're called uh, Savannah Smiles, I think. Yeah, I never, I've had those. I never had them before until like last week, and I ate two boxes. Um, <laughs> so there are another box that's yellow. They're called lemonades. Though I like those better than the Savannah Smiles. They are everything. Hold up. So the Savannah Smiles and the lemon because I heard people say lemonades, but I didn't know they was two different. Savannah Smiles, the one with like they taste kind of lemony, but then they got the white powder on it. Like right, those are the Savannah Smiles. Oh, okay. the lemonades are kind of almost like a shortbread or vanilla style cookie, and then the back has like this yellow type of icing so to speak just like a hard icing oh. um and it, the whole it tastes like a for real like lemon just re- i don't know it's really good lemon is one of my favorite flavors so lemonades is for the win every time for me okay okay all right so yeah. 
but we had got shortbreads because you know they come packaged in individual sleeves and then Brittany was able to put them in her coat so we was all downtown everywhere and she had shortbreads in her coat oh word word so y'all y'all did the lift yeah we did that was my first time it was it was all right it was all right and then you know get back to the room and you know (laughs) you know handle that old situation Uh, beat that thing up yeah, you know. Shout out to Brittany, got that thing beat up. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, continue. <laughs> we had to have conversations in my group chat about that thing the next day, and then yeah, we shot a little up. bit. You had you had conversations in your group chat about the sex you and your old lady having. So not so yeah. My group chat is me and my three cousins, and another oh, with, one of my cousins with family. <laughs> yeah, this is highly disturbing. <laughs> That is not uncomfortable. I love talking about sex, but that's my group chat, so I talk about it with them all the time. So you, uh, you we say, all do. You say you love talking about sex. Yes. So, so every time I bring it up, you know, what I'm saying this is just right up your alley. Like this, it ain't making you uncomfortable none the least. Oh hell no. Oh okay. I got to find something else to make you uncomfortable with. I mean, because definitely, if you thought sex was making me uncomfortable, you was on the wrong track. I'm just joking. Go ahead. I ain't, gonna, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't that type of. I ain't that type of creep. Anyway, um, so so you would yeah, chat about your sex and yeah, we did a little bit of shopping and then we used oh lord tie hold on I uh, think we lost you the internet kind of fr- kind of freeze up, froze up a little bit you say Uh-oh. you did shopping and what else I said and then after we went to eat at a Thai restaurant we normally eat sushi when we're hungover but we did Thai for the win oh okay a little yeah. little eventful uh, outing. Yeah, um, you know. And you said the name of the place was what? The the rum, what, the rum place was called Rumba, uh-huh. but the the gay uh, bar we went to was called Our Place. Oh uh, yeah, because it's y'all place. I feel you. Oh my god! I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know. Uh, so so. How was your weekend? My weekend was uh, kind of busy. You know, what I'm saying went to work Saturday, trying to get you know, what I'm saying stack a little paper. Uh, had a couple of scrimmages or whatever, you know, Saturday and Sunday, and it was good though. I, I mean, I'm kind of glad you went out of town because I didn't have to. I was like, fuck. Normally, I like go to the gym early Sunday morning, go play basketball or whatever. But you know, so I was like, fuck that shit. And then I ain't had no, uh, you know, I didn't have to um, do the podcast or nothing. So I was like, man, it just felt like a, a regular weekend day. I just, you know, got to get up and just be around the house and all of that. So. I did go grocery shopping early, but uh, other than that, man, it was just a cool ass Sunday. But I ain't really do too much, you know. Did I? Fall? I gotta go grocery shopping today. Yeah, I don't think I fornicated this weekend. Um, oh, that sucks. Hold up, well, hold up, wait. Oh no, I got that in Monday. But uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying, y'all. I ain't fornicated. Anyway. Oh my god. What? 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 You know, you always want to be lying to the people. Yeah, I do want to lie to the people. You never know about me. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out to Tasha. She said I'm mysterious. Yes, I am mysterious. Tasha, like Batman. Batman is mysterious, and I am he. Unlike Black Panther. Anyway, um, yeah, that ain't had nothing to do with that. But y'all see what we did nothing. this weekend. Uh, uh, I guess we get into some of these articles that's been going on. Um. I guess over the weekend, one of the biggest news stories for hip hop is uh, your boy Craig Mack. He passed away. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he uh 
We know he, he came out. He was a brand new flavor, yeah. Yep. Came out in 1994. Say so he died of heart failure at a hospital near uh, his Walterboro, South Carolina home uh, Monday. Um, said he visited. No, hold up. Who said that? Uh, oh, um, Alvin Tony. Uh, he produced um, Craig Mack's album, Project Funk the World. Say so he visited uh, Craig Mack in uh, South Carolina last week to film a documentary. Um, and Tony said that he was prepared for whatever comes uh, to go home to the Lord. Say so he was prepared to do that. He wasn't scared. He was ready. Um, God damn it, Internet. Yeah, my Internet fucking up, y'all. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, so, yeah, he was 46 when he died. Uh yeah, I it was a video that came out a little while ago. It was like he was in some kind of evangelical church and he had on some baggy jeans and he looked real just I don't know, he looked different. Like he was in a cold or something, but Yeah, sometimes I, I know what I know uh what picture you're talking about. And it was weird looking. Um I didn't look at the picture long though. I don't like looking at pictures like that when people just look like they just like into some for real shit and be looking all different. I don't like it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that either. Um, I don't like stuff like that, especially with uh, when there people like like hip hop people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but um, yeah, that was that was uh, I don't want to say it was sad because I mean he was kind of kind of out of out of the limelight, but I guess it's sad for his family and all kind of stuff. And if he yeah, was at, and if he was, you know, what I'm saying at peace with it, like he knew he was gonna die, and he was cool with it, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I don't give rest in pieces or nothing, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't do that. I don't do none of that either. Would, but you know, what can you, what can you say in 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 uh in uh substitution for rest in peace? Um, uh, condolences to the family. So I always, oh, I'm, I saying? always say, you know, I'm sending love and light to you and your family. Um, but in regards to when people die, I definitely don't say rest in peace or I don't say like, I know you in heaven looking down. I don't, I don't really say any of that because that's not what I believe happens when a person dies. So yeah. most times I just would be like, you know, see you next lifetime or travel safely or whatever, whatever I'm saying, because I just, I just have different beliefs as far as what happened when one dies. Yeah. So I, I, I think people just say like rest in peace and all that shit just because they don't know what else to say. I, I agree. Uh, he looking down on us and all kind of shit like that. Like they gonna say that about OJ when he um when, when he dies. Some gonna be some people like speaking about OJ, honey. Did you watch the little thing? I saw pieces of it. it was so, what what day did that come on? That came well, on like was, Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah, it came on Sunday, and it was on while the Walking Dead was about to come on. So I had switched off, but I did catch him saying the confession. He said or whatever, but um, yeah, go ahead and, and break that down for the listeners. Well, so I'm, I'm just I don't want to blindside nobody ever at no point. I have not been shy about the fact that I really don't watch TV, but I did catch some highlights about mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think for me, I'm not saying it was reasoning, but I had no idea that um, his the wife, what was her name? Uh, Nicole Brown Simpson. Right. I had no idea that she was out here uh, running like, I hate to say like selling pussy. <laughs> mm, that's, but, what, that's what he said? 
not in so many words, but she was um they were saying she was like not they he was saying like she was hosting sex parties. Oh, she probably was. I I know I know I um even before this I had heard something where somebody said that uh she was like um on like allegedly into like cocaine or drugs, some type of drug. Right. So like, I've been I did been hear that. Like I've been heard that when I first was like old enough to start like researching OJ and whatever happened on my own. Mm-hmm. Um and they were like, oh she was real big in the drugs. She was on coke a lot. Um and I even heard, you know, like she was a real big party girl. Just like always out, always at a party. Um, which does go hand in hand with that lifestyle in Hollywood if you want coke. But Especially I mean, if you host the sex parties, which is you was you popping that pussy, honey? Like that's a lot for a man to swallow. Like his wife just out here hosting sex parties and possibly getting dicked down by other ni- niggas and stuff all the time. You know. I mean, it depends on the type of dude you are, though. Like if you a a a, a suck ass simp like OJ, goddamn, you take it hard and, True. and, and cut a bitch throat, but. You right, know. right, which was which was way too far. Um, I I will say one thing that I don't I never really agree with, like how um black people always seem to have been rejoicing about the fact that he got acquitted. I was never really on that train. Oh well that shit ain't had shit to do with OJ. That had it was just do... because he was a black man. Yeah, and he got it, acquitted. That had to do with four okay. four hundred years of oppression. Uh right, right, right. Uh of the twenties, uh, however many years of Jim Crow, um, and then the Civil Rod- that happened era. to Rodney King, and yeah, then yeah, okay, okay, so that was well, my well, understanding of it. What was Rodney King before? Yeah, Rodney King was right before that. Was yeah, before, yeah, right before that, that, right before that. Yeah, so that was my understanding, or that's what I always wanted to believe it to be. But I feel like some people just like dead for real, like nah, he innocent, and I'm just like, uh, no. <laughs> I mean, up until like, I think up until this point. Cause it was even some things I heard like not too long ago, like when the uh when that um uh miniseries came out and then the uh, thing on ESPN came out, it was some mm-hmm. people like saying that he wasn't by himself, like they didn't believe he did it. Um, they thought he was covering up for somebody, and a, a lot of people thought his son did it. That's what I was getting ready to say. Now um, I did see or uh, read something one time and thought it was really interesting when they were like he was covering for his son. Yeah, cause they were saying that like. She got the glove and stuff fit his son and all this other type of stuff. Yeah, and it was like his son was like in school, like in culinary school, and his son was like a chef or something like that. And they were saying something about like the type of knife that it was that she got cut with and all kind of stuff like that. Um, they were saying like his son wasn't too mentally stable. It was a lot of stuff. And then they were saying like um, something with like the timeline of as far as like where OJ was and when the murders happened, like he wasn't really in town. And it was, it was a whole bunch of stuff that they, um, that the person that I was listening to was saying or whatever, but you know, I I didn't pay attention to that stuff. Um, like back in the day or nothing. And I didn't, I didn't even watch the, um, didn't even watch the, uh, the miniseries or the uh, ESPN thing, you know what I'm saying? But I really, to be honest with you, I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I do either, but I remember I was working at a bookstore whenever he came out with the book, If I Did It, or something like that. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And I just was real over it at that point, and I was just kind of... And even when this came out, the the thing that came on TV Sunday, I was just kind of like, why? 
Like, why are we still here with OJ? You know how it is kind of like whenever people, as I don't watch, when I do watch TV, I don't watch reality TV, but you know, people be talking like about the, I guess the love and hip hops, for example, or even Real Housewives of Atlanta, when they just be like, oh, so-and-so need a storyline or yeah. I'm so-and-so storyline. I just feel like this is OJ's whole entire storyline for his whole entire life. And uh-uh. we just can't get out of it. Like we can't stop living in it every time every couple years there's something new in regards to the trial or mm-hmm. the case or some more information and just why just i'm kind of we just done like he already got acquitted for it at this point and it's already been however many years it's been i just i'm i just want some rest i just i'm just ready for some rest from it i, I believe i believe he did it or i believe he know who did it um or he is possibly covering for the sun everything that falls into that i i believe is what's happening and i just want us to move on yeah, what well, um, it was one, it was one podcast I was listening to today, matter of fact, and they were saying that, um, the re like I don't know why they held it so long, like twelve years or whatever that that interview, but um, they were saying that Sunday was the premiere of um, American Idol on ABC because mm-hmm. you know it used to come on Fox, right? And the OJ thing came on Fox Sunday night, so they were saying that they put the OJ thing on Sunday night to be competition for the new American Idol on ABC. Um, now, I don't know why. I don't know why they held it so long, though. Like, why, why, like, the lawyers and the people that recorded it, you know what I'm saying, held it for 12 years. But, I, you know what I'm saying? But that was one of the um, one of the uh, thoughts about why they put it out Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know. But, yeah, like you said. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I, I really don't. No, why? And like, I don't know. Maybe they're just doing it to like make his life bad now because like people still like see him in the streets. They take his pictures and all kind of stuff like that. Like they want to be in a picture with him and all kind of stuff. So, um, I don't know. But yeah, I do feel like um, that I do feel like he's gonna always be hated by a certain group of people for what he did. He's gonna always be uh, uplifted from a certain group of people for what he did or the fact that he got off, not necessarily what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's, I mean, at the end of the day, it already happened. Like he's already been acquitted. I just think it's time to just let him live however he want to live without that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just, I just think it's time. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, I, I would just go somewhere and just, just chill and, and stop being in, 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 in the limelight. Cause he always, um, he always uh just seemed like he always getting into stuff. Like he, like I agree. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like he always getting into stuff. Uh somebody else who was always getting into stuff. Um, have you ever heard of the guy Martin Screlly? Hmm. He well he was I think a so. he was a um I think it happened like last year, year before last. Um the Wu Tang clan, right? They mm-hmm. can, they they um recorded an album. And they said that they didn't want to um, sell the album to everybody. They wanted it to be like a piece of art. So they were going to sell that. Like, they were going to, like, auction off the album. And um, the album went, they, I think it sold for, like, $1 million or $2 million. So this mm-hmm. guy, Martin Screlly, he bought it. He was, like, a young guy, real rich or whatever. I think he was, like, a um, venture capitalist or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm Googling him now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he, uh... I think he like bought this company that was like over this AIDS drug and they uh 
they uh, raised the price of like one of these AIDS pills or whatever. Like, so he kind of got you know limelight for that. Um, but then he got into it like into it with the feds um, because he was he was uh, accused of defrauding investors um, mm-hmm. with his uh, pharmaceutical company, um, and so he got convicted of that. And so now he's um, been sentenced to like seven years in jail or whatever. And they were saying that um, he uh, he was like in jail, in in, the, in court crying and shit, like sobbing and like t- saying like he, you know he learned his lesson and all kind of shit. But they pulled up like his Facebook records and his emails, and he was saying that he wouldn't get number like uh, twelve months and all kind of shit. Like he was talking shit about the judge and all kind of shit. But uh, yeah, so this guy. He's um, been sentenced to seven years in jail. Um, I do see that, but you know, most of them are real arrogant like that anyway and real invincible. But mm-hmm. so they don't ever think they're going to get no time. They always talk trash about all type of stuff. And then all, they get hit with that time, and then that's when the boo-hoo start. Yeah, I yeah. Feel, I don't feel bad for them. Go on, sit in there for them seven years. We'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They are, Yeah, he was, he was real arrogant. Like, I want to say he came up to... Was he on the breakfast? Like they put him on the Breakfast Club one time. And he was talking about buying an album, and he got into a beef with a uh, Ghostface Killer. Like the shit was crazy. So now he got to give up that album. He had bought Lil Wayne's album, The Carter Five, um, and like some Picasso paints and all kind of shit. But uh, he got to give up all that shit. But uh, huh, that's mm-hmm. one one colonizer down. Mhm. We'll see you in seven years later. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Speaking of other federal money issues, uh, Flavor Flav, this is kind of old article though, but, uh, he's report, he reportedly owes the IRS $3.1 million after not paying taxes for 10 fucking years. Um, yeah, so he was slapped with a federal tax lien for unpaid taxes dated from 2005 to 2015. And he owes, uh, $3,185,860.18. Flav, I got that $0.18. Matter of fact, I give you a quarter, my nigga. Help you out with that. <laughs> yeah. They say um, he got most of his debt when he was on um Flavor of Love. I didn't know he made that much money on that shit though. Damn. Um, I felt like he did only because um you gotta think he was the one that pretty much started the whole reality TV thing for real, for real. I mean, yeah, real world and stuff was out and all that and carrying on, but as reality TV as we know it now, I mean, I feel like that definitely had to come with like a big price. So, yeah, at whatever rate, especially for him to come back three seasons. It took you three seasons to find love. He did. Three Wait, seasons? was it three seasons? I know he did one where okay, Ho- hoops, won, hoops won, and then one where delicious, delicious won. won. I can't think of none after that. I wonder if he Me got. Neither, so. I wonder if he got bread off of like. You know, like how they had like charm school and shit like that, like off of the women that was on his show. Oh, and then you got to remember too. After he did Flavor Love, you remember he had fell in love with the real tall British white yeah, uh, Bridget, model, and yeah. then they had a show. Bridget Nielsen or something like that. Bridget. Yeah, yeah, he fell in love with her, and then they had a show that was on for maybe like one or two seasons. And I'm pretty sure he probably got a little bit of money off charm school. I mean, if he was smart, he would have had to because those girls wouldn't have had a platform if they wasn't ever on his show. Yeah, so yeah, so shout out to Flav, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you if you set up a payment plan though, them niggas, you know what I'm saying, they'll get off your back. So he got to set up a payment he plan. He got to set up payment plan. He got to go to uh, Vegas and get back in them casinos and make him a little change without talking about people, mama. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that did happen. Did we talk about right. that? 
Yeah, we did talk about that. Because yeah, yeah. I remember I said I felt like he was too old for somebody for to be somebody fighting to... on him. Yeah, yeah, that is mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. He, so, was too, he was too old for that. Yeah, you but can't that, fight him. that's why he he lives out there in Vegas. So Yeah. Yeah. But you know, property in Vegas is real cheap. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I was looking up because I was gonna talk about Keisha Knight. What happened with William? What happened with her? But hers ain't IRS. Hers she just owed the state of Georgia. $102,000 in uh, property taxes she ain't been paying. Damn, $102,000. Oh, they're going to get that house. I hope it's just a house. Yeah, they're going to get that. They're going to get that house. Yeah. What's she doing? I mean, what what was she on the Tyler Perry show? Um, Wasn't she on the Tyler Perry show? Or was she in the movie? Oh, she... yeah. She, no, she was She was in the movie, Medea Goes to Jail. And mm. she was also on the show Um, with Calvin. And then it was the, the dad was the firefighter and Miss Ella. Oh, it was at the Bron- Meet the Browns? Nope. House of Pain. House of Pain. Boom. There you go. I was, I was going to say, J- J- Jason Lyric guy had the, the crackhead wife. I was going to go all around that thing. I just yeah. didn't get the name. House of Pain. Yeah. yeah so, yep. damn. Yep. She was on that show. Yeah, you don't want to lose your house to taxes. They'll take your they'll take your house over like two hundred dollars worth of taxes and then auction that shit off. They will. They yeah. but let me tell you something. Low key, I don't be mad at it because when I was still living in South Carolina and I was thinking I wanted to buy a house, I was I was looking through the tax liens and the ones re auction because they don't when they re auction them, they don't be um yeah, they be cheap. Yeah, they they, be they, cheap. they don't even look for to get really the highest bidder. They really just want to get whatever the taxes tax amount is. And they'll mm-hmm. really sell it for that. So if it's like low key and nobody really know about it, you can get it for the, for the low, like for the low. That's yeah. what I was looking into. I was like, bro, let me get me one of these ones from the low, and then make whatever changes I want to make myself. But that's mm-hmm. exactly what I was looking into. Auction, mm-hmm. go and get them houses, them tax liens on them things, and let and let the state buy them because I'm sure coming behind them. Yeah, and uh, keeping it on that money side and, and Hollywood and all that kind of shit. Uh, Everybody's favorite movie seemed like uh, Black Panther. It crossed a big, yes. a billy, a, a whole billy out here in a month. So that shout out to them, man. They it's, did that. I'm very proud. And then they said, I saw something that said it's already been confirmed for the spinoff or the or the second one or something like that. Yeah, part two. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say I can't remember. I I was you know sometimes when you be drunk scrolling social media, I don't really be knowing what I be reading, but I think I remember seeing something to that effect. But yeah, you uh, you, you probably don't know what you be posting too. I thought, did I see a video of you dancing? Yes, honey. I, when I got up the next morning, With I had so many on? like DMs. Niggas was in your DMs, and I'm like, why I got so many DMs? What the fuck did I post? And then I went and go looked at my story before I even opened any DMs. And I was like, oh, bitch, you was out here getting down. Tight, tight ass <laughs> pants on. Oh shit, look at her. Cause you don't never show nothing but damn uh, neck and, and face and hair. That's all you and show. Yeah. yeah. Niggas want to see that. It's kind of hard when I'm my own photographer. Oh, uh, yeah. Mirror selfies. Oh, I did one of them yesterday. We was in the polo store. I took a mirror selfie. Uh, shout out to Brittany. Don't get mad because people, you know what I'm saying, checking out your junk, body, and shit. <laughs> yeah. She don't even think she'd be caring. She it, don't care. It happens. She um, definitely don't care. Uh, remember last week we talked about the. um. The school teacher that yeah. had that racist pod, podcast. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, uh, her school says she's been removed and she's under investigation. So uh, they ain't fired her yet. Um, uh, let's see. 
You think she's going to get fired? I don't know. She she might. Says uh, The superintendent said the Human Resources Department was notified and an investigation was initiated immediately. So the teacher has been removed from the classroom and the investigation is ongoing. Pursuant to Florida statute, an open investigation and materials related to it are exempt from public record and cannot be discussed until the investigation is complete. Um, I think they might fire. Yeah. Yeah, she should get fired. So uh, I agree, she should. But you know, they don't. They don't. The justice system gonna do half of what they should do. But I do think she's gonna get fired. Yeah, see, she lied. She she put out a statement. She said that um, uh, she said that the racist views she presented on Twitter and on her show, such as claiming white privilege doesn't exist and suggesting terrorism will end once Muslims are wiped from the face of the earth were actually political satire and exaggeration. Uh, she said, none of the statements released about my being a white nationalist or white supremacist have any truth to them, nor are my political beliefs injected into my teaching of social studies curriculum. But see, that's but she said about it, said that she was bragging like she would do it. She said it on her podcast that she would put it in her students' minds and right. shit like that. So right, and I feel like she would, but I feel like it's even easier for her to be like, "Oh, that's just the that's the narrative of the show, so that's why I say these things." Um, but they'd be they'd be crazy as hell to believe that. That's not the narrative of your show. The narrative of your show is whatever you create; those are your views. Mm-hmm. And see, they'll believe her though because she's white and she's. She ain't pretty, but she ain't hideous. You know, she ain't super fat, 25, young. They'll believe her ass. She'll be in the school. They might move her to another school or something, especially if it's public school. Um, so, yeah. So, right now she's suspended, yeah, but you got to yeah. watch it. Like, you got to pay attention to who you, who, who, who your kids in school with, man, because I knew some of my teachers was, like, racist and shit. Even when I was, like, in elementary school, like, man, something ain't right about that bitch. In King Street, when I was in eighth grade, we had a racist uh, English teacher. Her name was Miss Middleton. Damn, say her name. Hell yeah, Miss Middleton. Oh, she had the worst wig ever. And she would dead ass be calling you monkey and all kind of shit in our class. Wow. Y'all ain't told she, your parents? Hell yeah, we told you know how many parents came to the school about that? Oh, they got I out had of her there? For English one. And um I had her for English one and I ended up um I ended up dropping and I went to uh the regular English teacher, her name was Miss RJ Foot, and I ended up going to her class. And before I went, Miss RJ Foot was just kinda like, you know, you're better than that. This is English one, like that's an opportunity, you should stay in there, like you know, deal with it, you gotta have tough skin. But at that time I really didn't understand that. And was, was that I was teacher black so or white trouble. Miss RJ Footman is black. She sounds like a damn and, coon. No, don't say that because I love her. She isn't a coon, but at now at this rate, I understand where she's coming from in regards to having tough skin because people dead ass believe that. You know what I'm saying? And you can't just like give up every time somebody is that way because people dead ass think like that. So I get the lesson she was trying to put in me then. Um, I was just way too fucking airheaded and I was getting in too much trouble. I was getting right up every time I had to go to Miss Middleton class because she would start some shit and I was very yeah, disrespectful I, as a student. As an adult though, I, I wouldn't put that on the on the child to say that you need to you need to deal with somebody being overtly racist to you as a child. As an adult, I would try to step in and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Get get this person out of there. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't tell you that. But I mean, I get as a, as an adult, now you say, well, maybe I should have right. been tougher. But I can't. I wouldn't expect that as a child when I know that this person is being racist. 
Like, cause right, like you said, right. you getting you getting a write up every time you go to her class. That ain't about, that's that's not an accident. You know what I'm saying? And that ain't that ain't on you. That's that's on her. She was doing that shit on purpose. Like teachers, like you, man. Teachers know 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 what buttons to push with kids. Like especially they when you, definitely do. Especially what kids. And yeah. she knew that I wasn't finna be about that shit. You ain't finna do too much monkeying over here, cause bitch, I snatched the whole wig off. Yes. And, and we just got into it. Especially when you deal with kids every day. Like every mm-hmm. all day, every day. So you kind of know how to how to navigate with kids, man. You know how to how to um how to push their buttons and and get a rise out and of kids. It it was also it and and then it was also very disturbing because already in the English one class, and I'm not I'm not saying the black kids at my school weren't smart because we were all very intelligent, but I'm just saying in the English one class, it already wasn't that many of us. So it so was, the classes were predominantly, well, not, I can't say that because then the school wasn't predominantly white, but there were a lot of white students in there. Mm-hmm. And then there were some black students that were in there that was just extremely mannerable. They just didn't say nothing. You know, the real quiet students that yeah. don't ever say anything to anything, but then you got somebody like me, I'm coming to school, I'm coming straight, out of the hood or the projects or the trailer park, wherever I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I got a, a rowdy ass mouth, but I'm hella smart. So I'm gonna come sit in this class, but you just not gonna handle me any way that you think you're gonna handle me. And you ain't finna talk to me crazy because mm-hmm. I still live by the same shit I live by now. To give respect, you gotta give it. And that shit don't 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 expire. It ain't got no age limit, bitch. Fuck you. Yeah. And I just had to get out. My mama came and was just kind of like, well, if she going to be teaching here and y'all ain't going to do nothing about it, take my daughter out her class like right now because what y'all going to have happen is me come up here and I'm going to bypass the whole office and go straight to her motherfucking classroom. Is that lady dead now? I don't even fucking know. I know it wasn't, uh, maybe by the time I was in ninth grade, so the next year, um, they made her retire. Oh. They they made her get out. She was done. But because um, she had already retired, she just had came back. I be seeing this one teacher that used to fuck with me when I was in the damn fourth grade. I be wanting to run that bitch over. She be running. <laughs> she be running down the street. I be seeing her. Shout out. To, I ain't going to say her name, but fuck you, bitch. I used to see it. Yeah, she, man, it was one time, right? When I was in the fourth grade. I might have told this story on here before, but right. So it was me and my homeboy at the time. We was best friends. His name was Chris Baker, right? So Chris mm-hmm. Baker, he had wrote a um a little love letter to this girl, right? So he's like, man, you should write a uh, love letter to so-and-so. I'm like, shit, all right. So... You know what I'm saying? You know how, like, when you're in elementary school, you used to have to, like, leave class to, like, go to art class or some shit like Mm -hmm. that. You'll leave your classroom. So we left the classroom. We had went to, like, art or something. So we in there writing. You know what I'm saying? I'm writing slow because I I write sloppy as a motherfucker even now. So I'm writing slow Mm -hmm. so it'll be legible and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I write mine. He was like, like, you finished yours? I'm like, yeah, I finished mine. He was like, yeah, that's dope. That was when dope first came out. So I put my little letter in my trapper keeper, and then we went somewhere else. So we came back. So the teacher was like, um, she's like, all right, class, we're going we gonna to read out our social studies book. But first, I got to read a letter from Brandon to so-and-so. I'm like, what? How the fuck she get what? my letter? It was in my trapper key. She read the letter in front of the class, everybody laughing and shit. And you know, you young like that. Well, when I was young that like that, I used, to, yeah, I used to get embarrassed and shit. So I get embarrassed, I cry. So I'm crying and shit. Then it's white bitch gonna make me read first out the social study book after she oh and then she asked the girl she's like what do you say you know what i'm saying you, oh, wanna, you know so what i'm saying petty. yeah so the girl was like no i was like damn so she made me damn. read then she made me read first and shit man so every time i see that bitch i be wanting to run her over 
She hated me. I called her a witch one time. I told her she made me sick. She told my mama and shit. Like, yeah, I hated that lady, man. I, I don't know why she ain't like me like that. I don't know if she ain't like me because of my mama religion or what. But yeah, she used to fuck with me. I was glad to get out of her damn class. Bro, that yeah. was team too much. Yeah. I, I I don't I ain't saying that this teacher did. I'm just saying whenever I was in eighth grade in her class, she was damn near ninety. She oh, had the shakes and shit, oh, so I don't know where she at. She was always. And the only thing though, I see this teacher. She looked the exact same as she did all them years ago. She ain't hardly aged that much, and I hate that shit. I want that bitch to be with a damn cane <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah tell, teachers are fucking trip. Yeah, I had another teacher in high school that tried to play me one time, and I and I got her ass. She was a study hall teacher. And I got her ass. I joked on her real quick. She shut the fuck up. She ain't fuck with me no more after that. I had the whole class pointing and laughing at her ass. I even made the principal laugh at her ass. But um, but yeah. Matter of fact, y'all. I remember said- one of my teachers. I had. I was about to fight, and I I ain't gonna say her name just because now if I'm back home and we see each other, she give me a real big hug. Like mm-hmm. the next that happened in eighth grade. So I'll say my ninth grade year, I actually I had her for a class because when cool. I was about to fight her, she wasn't my teacher. Oh, you was about to fight she- the teacher. Yeah, she was just holding us, but she wanted to say some slick shit like, "You want to come outside in the hallway, bitch? You can't ask me that." Like, you need to be... No, don't ask me to come in the hallway, bitch. You yeah, was, I want to go in the hallway. You was a wild firecracker. You was one of them loving hip-hop type chicks, huh? Ooh, bitch, I hate you. <laughs> loving hip-hop. You was so, one of yeah, them. I used to be... I used to have a problem. I was such a hothead. Like, don't say nothing to me ever. Please, please, please. And I was ready to fight her. But my ninth grade year, we kind of came around. And every, even, like, now, if I see her, she gives me, like, the biggest hug. And we talk and we catch up. And we have to look back in that thing and be like, you was ruthless. Like, you was just ruthless. And I just be sitting around like, bro. Were you like the girl off of um, Ayala? Did you see the clip of the, the young girl off of Ooh, Ayala? Oh, my God. Right. Let, Did me she, let me tell you. I was like, oh, she trying to really pull up on Ayala. Yeah, that girl. Uh, let me see if I can find that to play it for y'all, cause she went off on a young. Uh, she did go off. It was all kind of bitches and stuff, and I hate that because when I saw that, like I was shaking my head, like no, like no, baby, this ain't what you're supposed to be doing. But dead ass, ain't nobody never said no, baby, to me, this ain't what you're supposed to be doing. If, and if it did come from somebody, it came from somebody that I wasn't finna fucking listen to. So damn, I want to see. I want to. Um. Oh yeah. All right. I'm gonna try to play a little bit of it for y'all. Uh, hold up. Let me see. I hope it uh, record good too. Hold on one second. Uh, I'm gonna try to play a little bit of this clip. Hopefully, there ain't no ad on them. She go off. This girl go off on her y'all. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, and it's a commercial. I'm gonna skip it in five, four, three, two. All right, here you go, y'all. This is an opportunity for Craig to stand up and give his daughter the support and guidance she needs to move past rage into healing. Your father so wants to see. Why he even leave me here? Your father so wants to see. Point? So Your father wants to see. So what's the point? I don't even know why she's sitting there talking to me now. Your father. I don't even know what the f- they don't get. Stop f- talking to me. What the f- is your problem, bitch? Your father wants to know. Where? Where? Come Where? Where? Come here. No, because I'm not staying here. Y'all don't f- this up. Bitch, I'm going. The f- Daddy, I'm about to get the f- out of here. I'm not doing this f- these people. I'm not doing this. F- I'll curse this bitch out. Like, I'm not just swinging it. Then you got some big bitch. Like, bitch, I'll stab the f- out of this bitch. What the f? And I do this. They gonna tell me I'm gonna stay here and gonna tell Swerve. No, 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 no. I said it was your choice. Swerve, no, I said it was your choice. Tell this old bitch she'll get slapped. Let her, can you please let her know that? Can you, I don't slap, I don't slap bigger bitches for less than that. Come on, I don't argue with that. So, yo. 
Uh, <laughs> that part took me out. I didn't slap bigger bitches for less yeah. than that. Oh, I was, I was like, oh no, baby, I ain't trying to laugh. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So they, uh, so the first thing I saw about that, um, it was like, uh, it was a dude, and they was at some dusty looking house, and it was like recorded on a uh, on an LG phone or something, and um, like the dude was talking, like you know what I'm saying, he real, they real, you know, Atlanta, what I think they from Jacksonville, and he was like trying to tell his side of the story, you know what I'm saying or whatever. So then they like everybody was like, "Yo, they was wrong, they was wrong, they was wrong." But then like another video comes out, and it was basically like how Ayana said she was gonna try to push that girl and try to like make her go off on her to like get her to a breaking point or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think she expected that from that young lady. Um, I don't think she did either. And I heard that they were still like trying to call and reach out to the family to get them to come back to the show to finish. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna finish though. I don't think they're gonna finish yeah. either, and I do feel like to like um, she be pushing, like Ayana do be pushing. I just don't think she expected that. And I never, I, I, I don't really watch a show. I only saw like one episode, really, and that was um, no two. As a matter of fact, I saw two. It's the one with DMX, and it was the one with all the babies. She had all the baby dolls for that one nigga. He had like twenty eight kids, but like that's that's the only ones I ever saw. Like, but you know, I used she- to watch it. Back in like 2012 and stuff like it's like all the long? time. Yeah, it was on that long. 2012, 2013. Damn. I was watching it all the time. Beloved. Um, I I haven't watched it in a very very long time. Um, except Sunday we went over uh one of our friends' house mm-hmm. and she played um the episode that came on Saturday. Oh. And I, it, I was like, oh, it's been so long since I watched it. And um, she definitely be pushing. Um, mm. but yeah, I just was kind of like. You can't push everybody. And then, obviously, nobody in the family can handle that girl because if you've seen a video clip of that, like, even after Ayala was already walking away, like, she, like, threw her hands up, the girl mushed her daddy and was like, why are you left me here? Like, mushed her daddy. So I was like, you know, can't nobody control her. If she mush her daddy, she damn near mush anybody. Well, I mean, at that point, you know, I don't know. Uh, but I, I all that to say this, I say that to say this is that uh, that's probably how you was with that teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for us. I stood up at my desk and everything, like let's go outside. And she was looking at me, and then you can tell she was a very young teacher, and you could tell too she still had to work on her attitude as well because she was the one inviting me outside. Mm. And my thing is, well, if you want to invite me outside like you one of these students, then I mean let's, let's set this fade up because I'm gonna act like you one of these students. And I mean, if y'all would have fought though, you would have got her. Um, you would have got her fired. I mean, that would have been her business. She made she asked me to come out the outside classroom though. Okay, yeah, that had nothing to do with me. Yeah, I just would have went. Fired. Yeah, so shout <laughs> she would have got herself fired. She, she was colored. <laughs> she a colored young lady. Yeah, she is. She colored or yeah, that's that's only she young. She was young at the time uh-huh. when when she came. Yeah, she was a new teacher. That was her first year. So she was probably she and probably she, about she probably still about she probably about forty something now. Yeah, she, she I would good. say yeah. I know she, she married and got some kids and stuff like that. Like I said, when I see her, we just like chat and everything. She, you know, Word. we got to know each other the next year, and it was all good in the hood after that. Word. So see these schools, man. It's it's crazy out here with these kids in these schools. Man. It is, it really is. That's why I think if I decide to embark upon motherhood, I wanna I wanna homeschool my child. Word. Well, if you wanna homeschool, you have to start early because some of these daycares out here are giving people melatonin gummy bears. Did you hear about that? <laughs> I know. I did hear about that. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I'll let you know after I read the article. <laughs> <laughs> In case y'all didn't uh, hear about this, uh, three employees were arrested at a suburban Chicago daycare center last week after police say they gave a class full of toddlers gummy bears with melatonin to calm them down for nap time. 
Authorities say authorities said they were called to Kitty Junction Daycare Center in the Plains Friday afternoon for a suspicious incident. There, three teachers admitted to distributing gummy bears with melatonin to children, though the use of the substance had not been approved by parents, police said. The class had 12 children between the ages of two and three, officials said. Allegedly, this was done in an effort to calm the kids down before nap time, a release from the plane said. Police read. The employees involved told authorities they didn't think giving the children melatonin-laced gummy bears was inappropriate because it is an over-the-counter sleep aid. Parents with children attending the daycare were contacted and told what happened, according to authorities. So it says Kristen uh, Luletta, 32, of Niles, Jessica Heiss, 19, of the Plains, and Ashley Heifenbalt, 25, of Chicago, <laughs> where he's charged with two counts of endangering the life or health of a child and two counts of battery. Police said additional charges are still possible in the Department of Children and Family Services, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and said they'd be going to Skokie Court next month, uh, and the school didn't say anything. What do I think about it? Is it's melatonin. Melatonin is a naturally th- natural thing that's inside of your brain that releases to make you sleepy. And uh, most of you niggas give your kids Benadryl to shut them the fuck up. Some of them, some of you even rub uh, cognac on their gums. So uh, I don't know if it was my child, or I'd probably be mad, especially two and three. I was trying to say, if for me, the, my issue is let me give my child melatonin. You don't yeah. give my child melatonin, especially without without clearing it with me first. Mm-hmm. That that was just my whole thing. So I mean, I I see, um, I saw on social media where some people didn't think it was wrong. Like you know, oh, you give your kids Benadryl, shut the fuck up. I I get that, but I think the key word in that is you, I, yeah, meaning them, the yeah. parent, do it. If I want my kid to be drunk to go to sleep, that's my choice. <laughs> that, ain't your, that ain't your choice you know what i'm saying right yeah i read some i read some um it was another article and it was like the way they got caught was it was another teacher from another class saw the gummies and it was like only like three of them in there and it was a um, bottle of like 32 so it was three left out of the 32 and they was like what is this you know what i'm saying and it was like oh we just give them to the kids or whatever so they I, they really didn't think it was, anything was wrong with it right and it was sitting there but on the bottle it was like it was supposed to you it wasn't supposed to be given to anyone under the age of 16 so yeah they're going down they're, they're going, going down down baby your yeah. street in the rain sweet sweet my baby mm-hmm. ready to let it go oh my bad yeah go ahead nelly anyway um <laughs> Keeping it with uh in the school theme and uh keep your kids out of them. Um, a teacher tells his class not to date African Americans because they are not worth it. Uh, Florida teacher has been suspended after. Oh. His... <laughs> Why you say that? That was me taking my leap, my deep, long Negro spiritual sigh. Oh, I thought you Go said ahead. it because it was Florida. Um. When a Florida teacher has been suspended after his school district concluded he repeatedly used the N-word in class and told his 7th and 8th graders not to date African-Americans because they are not worth it, among other violations. Uh, David Swinyar, who says he is white, hold up, who says he is white in his professional profile, person, I'm sorry, in his personnel file, teaches math at Kearney Middle School in Jacksonville. Matter of fact, he probably teach at the same school uh, Kamaya went to. 
Anyway. Uh, and then not only that, oh, so you know what? I did hear about this because Lil Duval posted it and he was just like, I mean, he was like, but when I, he knew it was Jacksonville before he um had even got finished reading. He was just like, that's that's how the white folk is in Jacksonville. Wow. Well, Duval, Duval probably live on the north side. They kind of hood over there. Um, yeah, he is from the north side. He said it. Matter of fact, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go, go back uh, a few, uh, couple years of episodes, and check out the interview we did with Lil Duval. Uh, I'll try to find one. Yeah, yeah, I love Lil Duval. He's he's my top three favorite on Instagram. For real? a lot of people don't like yeah. Lil Duval, but I, I like Lil you, Duval. But you know what? A lot of people don't like him because a lot of people don't like the truth either, and yeah. a lot of people don't want to see a different perspective. I think and a people, lot of people want to walk around this earth sleep all the damn time, like they don't see what the fuck going on. People. people like listen to like they might listen to like a clip or two or or they might see like a post and take it out of context and just like you know what i'm saying and then form their opinion off of that but you can't listen to really on, on anything listen to one clip or whatever and 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 say you don't like somebody like a lot of people don't like charlemagne or whatever because they say he say this or he say that but they don't listen to the stuff we said before that or after that or Maybe in the future. I like Charlemagne you know too. I like yeah, Charlemagne yeah, too. Yeah, I fucks with him. You know, what I'm saying? I like I like him too. But Lil Duval is definitely my top three on yeah. Instagram right now. Social media, period. Because I follow him on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, everywhere. Just because I just always want to be in the know. He, I like him. Yeah, if you follow him on Instagram, he gonna make you want to travel. Oh, he he yeah, does. He oh my gosh! And then not only that, he really be on point with a lot of things. I've been following Lil Duval for a very very long time. Um, and he be on point with what he be saying. Don't let that motherfucker get high. He be on. And a lot mm. of people just think it just be all fun and games, or they think he just be on bullshit. But he do. And then even when I don't necessarily agree with what he say a hundred percent, I see his perspective and his mm. point. Yeah, he and. I, I we we didn't turn this into a little Duval thing, but um, I know he, he uh a lot of shit that people say now, he started it, like he he, he definitely did, like uh what that mouth do, mm-hmm. he came up with that saying and him him he like Charlemagne was like fussing at him, he was like um no the first thing I think the first thing he came out with was um saying basic calling saying you a basic bitch or whatever you a basic chick yep, saying somebody he basic mm-hmm. he came out with that so Charlemagne was fussing at him like. He told him like when he first started saying, he was like, "Man, you need that sound like a shirt." He was like, "You need to make that a shirt, or copyright that or whatever." And he didn't listen. So then, um, after it took off and he started saying what that mouth do, you know, what I'm saying Charlemagne was like, "If you don't, um, if you don't, you know, what I'm saying copyright this, or, you know, what I'm saying get a shirt or something off of this, I'ma do it." So then that's when he started doing the what that mouth do shirt or whatever, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? But, he and he got the hat and then he got rich broke and shit like that. Yeah, yeah he be yeah. oh um I think I'm trying to think I want to be sure that um telling the truth, but because I was getting ready to say I think the first podcast that I had ever listened to was him and his sisters. It could have been. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm trying to double back in my mind, but I think I I really think so. That was the first one of the first ones, and and him he, and his gay ass sister. Yeah, and they stopped doing it. I don't know why. They did. I I I remember like even when they did do like a, a pop up episode at one point, and um, there was just like oh they were gone for so long. You know, she was working and he be traveling. Like they yeah. schedules just don't sync up as much no more. Um, but I mean, I don't really. I don't really know. It's a lot of technology out here, but I guess he wasn't. I mean, I think the sister wanted the podcast more than he did. Yeah, because he even said it a couple of times that he was doing it yeah. for, for her. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a pretty good. Now, 
he cool with me. I like him and everything. But I, when they used to have their home, his homeboy up there, Jay Ski. I love Jay Ski. Jay Ski was funny <laughs> as hell, man. He tripped Jay me out, man. Jay Ski funny as hell. Jay Ski in jail right now. What? He is. He had to go back um and do. I think look, Lil Duval had posted. I think he had to do like he think he got to do six months. Or was it for that Canada shit? Like that. Was it for that Canada huh? shit? Yeah. It was for that Canada shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jay Ski. So he, he had. To, I, he had I used to. Go to back. I used to work up in uh, Richmond, and it's like a lot of niggas, like how he talk. It's a lot of niggas up there like that. You know what I'm saying? He just remind mm-hmm. me a whole lot of niggas I know from up there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, damn, I ain't knew he was back in jail, Yeah, man. because if you look at um, a lot of posts uh, Duval be posting now, he always do the hashtag Free J Ski. And then I remember um, they went out somewhere, and they was partying and doing it big. And one weekend, because, you know, whenever he do his shows, J Ski on the lineup, and J Ski yeah. get paid. Yeah. And one of the last shows they did, he was just kind of like, all right, you know, we didn't tell y'all this, but this J Ski last show for a while, he got to go turn himself in. Oh. And, you know blah 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 and i was i felt like no jay ski where you going them two fucking fools yeah. especially like on snapchat they fucking crazy yeah when we entered when we uh did an interview with him um he had came to columbia and um he was at a comedy house so you know what i'm saying uh me and blaze we went there and we were in like the green room you know what i'm saying we was talking to him and it was uh the uh my team was playing jay ski teams you know what i'm saying so we was talking a little shit or whatever you know what i'm saying but right. um, yeah he was and he was on the um it was him and um, another guy, young um, black guy, whatever. Now, all three of them was funny, though. But, yeah, Jay Ski, man, he was he's real funny, man. I hope he can get that, the legal shit straight because he could be, a, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He could be a, a, a stand-up com- comedian by himself, though. But, yeah. Yeah, and Lil Duval was like, he be trying to help him, but, you know, he can't help him on stuff he already got to do time for. He can only help him from, like, you know, moving forward. And I feel that as his friend or whatever. And that's another thing I like about him. He take people on the road with him that's like real his friend or that ain't like real big time. And he make sure they get paid and all that other shit. Yeah. He, he, he ain't with all that other shit. He just different. And he do his own thing and he's still fucking relevant. Mm-hmm. Now back to this uh, story in the school in Jacksonville. Uh, right. With this, with this teacher. got off on the yeah, tangent. Yeah, don't worry about it, y'all. Y'all know how we do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, the teacher, uh, what's his name, David Swinyar, um, said him and his students, they were discussing relation, discussing relationships, and he said to the students, he said, uh, if your boyfriend says bad things to you and or treats you wrong, that means he's acting like a nigger. He said, you all oh. should not be dating all these different African-American boys because they are not worth it. Um, it says in a separate incident covered in an investigative report, students said Swinyar made other racist remarks uh, in August 2017. Um, says he also used the N-word during an argument with a student. Say if my daughter was dating someone who used the F-word, I wouldn't have any respect for that nigger. Um, so, yeah. Uh... Yeah, he was just a piece of shit. They even had his picture on some shit I saw. Let me see if it's on here if I go to this site real quick. Hold on, y'all. Bear with me. Bear with me. Uh, my internet I'm so is sick slow. Of yeah, yeah. It's just this horrible. They're horrible. Horrible. They people. are. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all, you see all these stories about your kids and shit. Check up on your kids. Just because they're coming home with A's and B's and shit don't mean shit ain't going on. Huh? You got to check up on them. 
definitely don't mean that and you know i understand parents have to be at work and stuff but you need, you need to ask these babies like how your day going how your teachers what you think about them mm-hmm. how, you know what's they learning style you got to get you got to plunder all through the business because you know especially i would say in some black households children don't say things because they don't want to add no more stress especially if it's a single parent household because the mom already busting her ass trying to or the father trying to you know make ends meet do what they got to do and all this and that but no you got to start plunging through because ain't no telling who trying to teach your um your kids or what the hell they saying and um i honey i just don't know <laughs> how what type of person they going to encounter if my child ever came home and said the teacher said some shit like that to them like i'm trying to i would like to think i would be traveling in the shoes of my higher self but bitch i see that little girl from the eighth grade that was ready to squat up on teachers so fast so clearly yeah, you're gonna go to school and you're gonna be kamaya <laughs> i stabbed this you bitch damn, you i stabbed right. this bitch so you talk about you my son like nigga? that you know i stabbed this bitch i done stabbed i done slapped bigger bitches than you before that, that was gonna be. <laughs> i done slapped bigger bitches for less yeah that how you gonna be. we know we know uh, well, shut up brandon <laughs> yes i will yes indeed um you, were you boycotting football this year? I did you this did? past season. Um, I'm probably, you know, probably not gonna watch no more. No, I'm probably not. Oh, word. Uh, well, I know you heard about the controversy with Papa John's and the NFL and all of that. Oh, shit. yeah, most definitely. I ain't had them in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, they were trash anyway. But you know, um, they were, you know, like, um, just recently they got dropped uh, by the NFL as the f- official pizza sponsor. Oh, I did read that. Yeah. Um, and I read that the um guy uh can't step down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CEO John yeah. Shatner. Yeah. He's, he's stepped yeah, down. he stepped down. Um, and he tried to make it seem like it was a drop in company sales because of the football players were were kneeling. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, at any rate, they uh lost their sponsorship and whatever, all of that publicity. Um, and uh. Peyton Manning, the former quarterback of the uh, Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts, he owned um, 31 Papa John's in uh, the Denver area. Well, he had stake in 31 Papa John's in the Denver area. But just two days before uh, the NFL dropped them, he sold his stake in all of those locations. Um, hmm. Somebody had tipped little buddy off, huh? Yeah, that sounds, sounds kind of... Um, Sounds kind of uh fishy to me. Suspect. Yeah. Fishy, fishy, yeah. yeah. But that's how those colonizers do, though. You know what I'm saying? They, they do. They do. They get they look out for each other. And they'll pass that word along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, old raggedy asses. Old evil asses. Yeah, let's see what else going on. In other colonizer news, uh, do you remember the, the, the black girl that was in, in college and her roommate was tormenting her and oh my gosh yes remember that that's another time i would have been kamaya that's another time yeah uh well the young lady that was uh the, the, the colonizer that was fucking with her uh brianna broku uh she would not be facing any real punishment for fi- smearing her bodily fluid all over and tamping with her black roommate's belongings says in fact i read that this morning and i was pissed yeah says, expected uh, it but i was pissed says uh she was granted a special type of probation on Monday that would allow her to avoid a criminal record altogether, as if systematically mm-hmm. contaminating another person's living space is no big deal, says uh, the victim in this scenario um, who attended the hearing did not oppose the request for 
accelerated rehabilitation. So now she'll have to perform uh, 200 hours of community service with 50 of those hours being at a literacy organization in Greater Hartford and another 50 at a social, ser at a social services group. Um, says if she stays out of trouble and completes those requirements, the charges will be tossed out after two years. Says she, she'll be forbidden from having uh, contact with uh, her roommate and she'll have to submit a mental health evaluation. Um, so, yeah. Ah, they're just paying us back for fucking OJ. Yep. 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 That's all that is. I read it this morning and um, because I read it and the caption was um, our people are too forgiving. Mm, and yeah. that they were saying that because she didn't oppose or attest to um, to the sentencing or to the, you know, rehabilitative, whatever, whatever, whatever. And when they said that, I was damn near in agreement. Like, you know, I, I know that I always am, you know, talking about forgiveness all the time but um i just feel like if it was uh if it was one of our people they wouldn't have gave a damn about us not mm -hmm. having a criminal record so no in the words use, your, use the forgiveness wisely damn it in the words of the great poet laureate uh william roberts aka rick ross god forgives i don't <laughs> yes yes and speaking of Ross, did we talk about Ross getting in the hospital last week? Him being sick? Did we talk? I think we, yeah, we did. We, we did, did talk about it. And he boo-boo on himself. Yeah, we, we did, did talk, talk about, about that. that. Shut up. Oh. Well, uh, he's out of the hospital. And uh, I've been seeing him on social media posting and shit. Um, so yeah, his first post back was his watch embrace. That I was like, bye, Ross. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. But I, I see him, and, and if you look at some pictures, it looked like his lip swole. So I don't know, like, when he fell out, he might have fell, like, on his face and bust his lip up. His lip looked swole. His top lip looked swole. Y'all check that out. Let me know. Hit, hit, hit us up on social media. Uh, email us at djblazeshow uh, at gmail.com. Let me know if his lip swole for real. You hear me? Lip swole up? Yeah, yes. Um... You know, we're talking about forgiveness and all of that. Uh, something that might help you forgive is $3.8 million. And that's what this one black nurse got after she found a photo of a noose taped to her locker at a Hawaii hospital. Uh, hmm. Says it's been some five years since Ellen Harris, a registered nurse at the Queens Medical Center in Hawaii, filed a lawsuit claiming that she was sub subject to racial discrimination and harassment while doing her job. Uh, last week, a jury ruled in her favor or awarding her $3.8 million in damages as a result of her treatment. Uh, she said, I'm just happy that a Hawaii jury saw the evidence and felt that what happened to me was wrong. Now that I can, now that I have this $3.8 million, I can afford two uh, bowls of cereal because Hawaii is expensive as fuck. She didn't say that, but Hawaii is expensive. Uh, Hawaii is expensive yeah. as fuck. Harris was working in the hospital's intensive care unit from 2006 to 2011 when she reported several patient issues in the unit where she worked. She claimed that the racial discrimination and retaliation she faced was a result of this. Uh, she said it escalated to the point where she reports a nurse walking by a patient who is actually pulling out the, their ventilator tube and, do, and not doing anything and saying, hey, Helen, your patient is doing some crazy stuff. She gets this the next day 
after making the report, uh, that's what her attorney said. Um, she says uh, the note that she received said "lazy ass nigger bitch" with, mm. the, with the hard er at the end too. Says Harris mm. said that she received two racist notes at work. One note had the n word written on it, while the other one was a photo of a noose. Said it was kind of different. It was, she said it was just kind of that fear after that, especially not knowing exactly who did it. Uh, she. Re- reported both incidents and she also requested an apology but that neither happened that didn't happen uh no one said anything and no one said that this is not acceptable um so yeah and then she was uh, awarded 3.2 million dollars in punitive damages plus another 630 thousand dollars in general damages in her lawsuit lawsuit against the hospital um and the hospital Issued a statement saying blah 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, three point eight million dollars. Anybody white that's listening right now, if you want to call me nigger right now, call me nigger. Just make sure I get three point eight million dollars, and you won't get your ass whooped. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Nurse uh, Harris. Hold up, that's my um, sister's last name. She a nurse too. Harris. Let me call Crystal. Anyway, uh. See what else we had going on. Mm. You watch Blackish? Yes, but I am behind. You are behind. Yeah. Well, one episode you won't miss is uh, this episode that they are not going to air because it had to do with um, kneeling and shit with the football. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I did. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, for the listeners, it's, it was an episode titled "Please, Baby, Please." Um, it was originally set to air February twenty seventh. Um, yeah, let's see. Oh, it says that. Uh, said one. Hello. Yes, I'm here. What is that noise? Huh? I heard some noise. Okay, sound like a flood or something. Um, it said, uh, uh, on the episode, please, baby, please, it features Anthony Anderson's character, Dre, caring for his infant son on the night of an intense thunderstorm that keeps the whole household awake. Said Dre attempts to read the baby a bedtime story, but abandons that plan when the baby continues to cry. He instead improvises a bedtime story that, over the course of the episode, conveys many of Dre's concern about the current state of the country. The episode episode covers multiple political and social issues and one scene Dre and oldest son Junior argue over the rights of athletes to kneel during the performance of the national anthem at football games um so ABC decided not to air it um I mean a lot of people are talking about it but I mean with all the other other stuff that they've uh aired I mean I was surprised that something like I know it was like one of the they had they did one episode and it was like um like a cartoon and it was talking about like slavery and shit um and i was surprised they let that air and it was a couple like it was one episode where he was like explaining um i want to say like white privilege to them like they always talking about some real super black stuff and like in a comedic way but i you know i'm saying for this one you know i'm saying i i ain't really too mad you know i'm saying i'm just surprised it's not more than this one that they didn't let air, but let um, air. but yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, but then I was just kind of, you know, I ain't gonna say I understand. I mean, if it ruffle feathers, then so what? Fuck it. But I just think so many people are just over 
the the debate behind kneeling or not kneeling during to it and and we don't nobody is coming to an agree uh, you know nobody's agreeing to disagree yeah. pretty much yeah. Everybody who thinks it's disrespectful or standing hard to those guns, and you know they weren't ready Literally. to argue, and people that don't think it's disrespectful, we standing hard to those guns, and we ready to argue too. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe um, they felt like it would have dropped ratings because maybe some of the people you know on the side where feel like you shouldn't be kneeling, you know, watch the show. So yeah, I, don't, I, I wonder what that audience like, the demographics of the people that watch the show is because this show's so know fucking too. black. I want to know too. Yeah, this show is so fucking black. Like, I just wonder. But I mean, it, it must be good because um, uh, the, the Chloe she has her own show, Grownish. So I right. guess they, and I Grown-ish guess they were is doing really good. good. Yeah, that's a good show too. So yeah. Um, but um, matter of fact, what's tonight? Tonight oh, is Tuesday. Yeah, Black Lightning come on tonight, so I'm gonna watch that, and then uh, I gotta catch up on uh some show. I watch a lot of TV, y'all. Uh. It's a show on Netflix called uh, Seven Seconds. You seen that? So I just started. Oh, you just started? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let me know when you get finished how you like it. Um, I definitely will. I yeah. definitely It's will. a good show, though. I ain't going to lie. It's a good, good act. Everybody has said it's been really good so far, so yeah. I've been excited. Um, I watched one episode, and then I realized, like... It, you need to work on this resume for this job fair you're going to tomorrow. So, oh, yeah. you know, I kind of had to put that thing down. So yeah. I'm picking back up tomorrow afternoon. You got to put that thing down like you did this weekend. Hey, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah somebody else who's been uh, putting that thing down was this gay escort. <laughs> um, so he outs nearly 40 Catholic priests in a Vatican dossier. Um, says the Archdiocese of Naples says it has sent the Vatican a 1,200-page dossier compiled by a male escort identifying 40 actively gay priests and seminaries in Italy. Oh, I'm supposed to go there this year, too. Unrelated. Hmm. Jesus, unrelated. In a statement on the diocesan, I guess I said that right, website, Cardinal, shit, Crescenzio <laughs> Sepe said none of the identified priests worked in Naples, but he said he decided to forward the file to the Vatican because there remains the gravity of the cases for which those who have erred must pay the price and be helped to repent for the harm done. Says the mm. dossier containing old WhatsApp chats and other evidence was compiled by a self-proclaimed gay escort, Francesco Fuck Mangia Capra. Uh, that's not his last name, y'all, but that's the closest I could get. <laughs> he has told Italian media that he out of the priest because he couldn't stand their hypocrisy any longer. Uh none of the thirty-four priests or six seminaries were accused of having sex with minors. Um, but Francesco was quoted as saying in the, oh, the, well, that's what he was quoted as saying. Um, he said, we're talking about sins, not crimes, blah, blah, blah. And it says it's the latest sex scandal to convulse the Italian church and the Vatican. So um, shout out to Francesco, I guess, for out these motherfuckers <laughs> and their hypocrisy. Uh, yeah, they... And they be talking about like they don't like gay shit or they against gay, but a lot of them dudes be gay, man. Especially them priests. At least they weren't diddling little boys, so. I agree with that. At yeah. least they weren't. Yeah, at least they weren't diddling little boys. 
somebody who was diddling somebody she wasn't supposed to, his morgue worker, was arrested after giving birth to a dead man's baby. Uh, now, nah, Brandon, where you got this story from? This is just too much. Uh, this is from WorldNewsDailyReport.com. Oh my and they god! Got a, and they got a picture Wait, of her. How, how she got the baby? Oh I don't know, but I'm gonna read it. <laughs> Jennifer Burrows, <laughs> an assistant pathologist with the Jackson County Medical Examiner Services, is accused of having sex with dozens of corpses over the course of the last two years, and behavior which led the birth of a baby boy on January 7th. I don't know how real this shit is, because I mean, you die. What's your That's what I'm trying by? to figure out. How you? How you? How you still coming? I mean, I guess it's a natural. Re- I don't know. Maybe it was pre-com. According to the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, her, her baby is... Let me check this. Matter of fact, I'm going to check this on Snopes, man. Let me see. <laughs> let me see if this shit was real. Because I don't... Because mm. this feel like that one where that student stayed in the, in, the, in that college dorm for two years. This is what that feel like. But that one, that was real, though, wasn't it? I mean, I don't know. It's just I, I just don't feel like that's what the little the little girl looked like. It just was missing information and I just don't know. Oh yeah, the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Woman gives birth to dead man's baby. And that's how fast I type y'all because I'm low key a nerd. Let's see what Snopes has to say. Ain't it Snopes? Yeah, they 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 uh Snopes is a website like if if you have a story or something and you think mm-hmm. it's um mm, I don't see it up here. If if you have a story or something and you think it's like fake, you can go to Snopes and they'll have like they'll do like the research and shit. Let you know oh, okay. if it's real. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, I don't see it. I don't see it up here. Mm, I'm gonna try one more thing, y'all. I'm going to try one more thing. Then we'll get on with it. One more thing. Get on with it. Dead man's baby. See if that comes up anything. Because I don't know. Like you said, like, I mean, I figure like once you. Hold up. Hold up. Mm, okay. More work. This, this said December 2nd. 2010 reports that a female parent. Ah, uh, yep. I'm glad. I'm glad we did that. It said reports that a female mortuary worker was arrested after becoming pregnant by one of the corpses she was preparing for burial are fake news. And it's an old story too. Fake news. Yeah. So, huh? Look at that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that. We got that out of the way because I was just sitting here trying to think about the biology of it all. Like it yeah. just was not adding up to me. And you know what? They have the same picture of the same person. They changed the city and changed her age on the other article on the thing that they they reported back in 2010. It was she was 38. This person said 26. Probably changed the name too. So fuck you, World News <laughs> Daily Report. You <laughs> sons of bitches. Uh. Son. Uh, yeah, uh, one person who was arrested, and it ain't fake, was Nick Gordon. You hear about that? You know who Nick yes, Gordon is. Yes, yeah. yeah, I know who Nick Gordon is. Yeah, I heard about him getting arrested for domestic violence. They played the uh, audio this morning on The Breakfast Club, the um, the 911 call, and he actually called 911. He was crying and shit. 
And he was like, yeah, she, she, she beat me. She, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel, he was like, I feel so lame. I'm getting beat up by a woman. And he was crying and shit. So I don't know. But he went to jail because she had marks on her. But right. he, he, and got, then, he had a $500 bond. And then, you know, Bobby Brown um, it said he want to help the girlfriend in this domestic violence dispute. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't fault Bobby for that. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I got a home, man. I got a home, at, you know, one of my young boys. He just told me he got arrested over the weekend. His bond was $50,000. And he ain't even touch her. Oh, you talking about how Nick went 500 Yeah, his was $500. That's crazy. I ain't never know no bond that low, no five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's I ain't a, never know that. That's a bond where they know you ain't really did shit. Right, that is. They probably just took him in because they saw she had marks on her, but really know that, especially with that nine one one call, he was doing that call and all that care. No, they just took him in just cause. I guess because that's what is expected to happen. Why couldn't they take her ass in? Yeah. Whatever the case. Um, yeah, that's something just for him to get out right then, right quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Bobby need to sit down because I, I think he holding harboring resentment against Bobby Christina and you just wanna help this victim. But um you can't help sis if she was doing uh doing the beating. Yeah, yeah. That's all I think it was too. But I mean that's why I say I can't fault Bobby because he probably just holding holding on for uh because of what happened, you know what I'm saying? You know. Uh, back in the day, um, back in the day when I was young, yeah, I yeah, a lot of songs up in there. Um, that's how I am majority of the time. I just be trying to contain it when we be recording, but not today. I'm real sleepy, and when I get sleepy, uh, I just get real foolish like that. Now nah, you sleepy? <laughs> now nah, you sleepy? What are you so sleepy for? You been? Uh, I still feel like I'm catching up from sleep from the weekend. Ah, uh, I feel you. I feel you. Well, we ain't gonna drag this on too long. Uh. Oh, I'm fine. Gonna, you know, I love the people. We're gonna leave, we're gonna leave uh with one good story. Uh Ooh, what's the story? And it's about our home state. Um we're gonna get an African American museum in uh Charleston. Oh, I read about that. Yeah. It says it's uh scheduled to open in Charleston in twenty twenty on the former Gadsden's wharf, where more than a hundred thousand enslaved Africans first stepped on American soil. Uh so yeah, we're gonna get our own. Uh, says it's a hundred million dollars, forty thousand square foot facility. Says it'll bridge solemn history and modern magnificence. It will offer captivating exhibits, engaging events, and a breathtaking view of the Charleston Harbor. Uh, however, this land is more than prime riverfront real estate. It connects deeply to the heritage the museum aims to commemorate. So. Uh, I'm interested in that. I always wanted to explore more Charleston because I haven't. Anytime I ever went to Charleston, it was specifically for something. Um, And I just always wanted to explore. So I'm going to go on and put that down in my books for 2020. It ain't too... I'm not really too much of a... Like, you know how people say spirit or whatever, all that kind of shit. I ain't really too much of that type of person. But there's certain Mm -hmm. places I've been, like, in, in the country... Well, you get like a different feeling, like Charleston, one of them places, like you just get like a, it's just a different feeling when you're in Charleston, especially like when you like downtown, like you near the water, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a different feeling in Charleston, like Market Street and shit. It's a different, like you get a different vibe down there. And I, I don't know, I guess it's all that slave shit, man. 
Um, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to go. I want to go. Yeah, 2020. So. I, I hope I get. I hope I get to go to uh, the one in DC before 2020 though, because I want to go to that yeah, one too. Yeah. Um, I was telling Brittany now we was like compiling a list of places and things that I wanted to go to, and I was telling her that's one of them in DC, and then I sent her this library that's in like Kansas City, mm-hmm. Missouri. Um, it's like the biggest library, but the library is actually shaped like books on a bookshelf. Oh, wow. That's dope. Uh-huh. And so I was telling her, like, I wanted to go there. There's a lot of little different stuff that that stateside um, that I want to do. I've never even been to Mall of America, and I feel like everybody's been there. I want to go there. Oh, in uh, Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've I never been there. I just went to Galleria not too long ago. That's a oh, big-ass yeah. mall. But yeah, I want to go to Mall of America just to say I went. Yeah, and I want to. I really want to see like what's going on in there, and not because I'm a shopper, because I'm really not a person that likes to shop. For I like to buy like furniture and like home decor, but I don't like to buy like clothes and shit like that. But I just want to go. I want to see like what's what's I know all the thing. They got a um amusement park inside the mall. Yeah, that and I think that's what I'm interested. I'm just I just need to see what this will look like because I know I used to be in Magnolia Mall and I used to get annoyed with the Christmas tree and the Easter bunny and all that little shit just oh, in the middle. Yeah. So I just want to see. How this whole theme part work out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it said that uh, about this uh museum. Well, it was talking about um in this article. It said that historians estimate that more than ninety percent of all African African Americans can trace at least one ancestor to this land. That's crazy. That is crazy. Ooh. So you know, speaking about ancestors, what do you think of like ancestry dot com and all those type things? What do you think about that? Like, what do you think it is a valid way to trace your ancestry? I mean, it can or kinda, your ancestors. Or... It can it can trace like where you are as far as like the region. I know they said it's it's one that's like an African American one that's done by black people and it can get you like real close. Um, but it just depends on like where you're from. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like how how I don't want to say how just like how muddy your your lineage is, you know what I'm saying? Because like if you got a right. lot of if you got a lot of like um, family from all over the place, like different countries, and it's, it'll, it'll say a whole bunch of shit. Like um, my uh, family had did one for like a book for like one of our family reunions, and I'm like, yo, it's gonna. I thought it was gonna say something like real specific, but it was just basically like you, whoever they did it on, like. It was like, you know what I'm saying, an older generation person. But they basically was just like, you know, you from the western part of Africa. Like, nigga, we knew that shit. <laughs> but, you know, some people don't know that because a lot of people are just like, all black people are not from Africa. That is not where all black people originated. Even when you have the argument that that's where people were first, like, first originated. Yeah. They just be like, yeah, but that's not... A lot of people believe uh, a lot of different things at whatever rate, but I think I want to look into it for myself. That's why I was asking. Yeah, I mean, I want to too. Um, I, I know, um, uh, homeboy Doc, friend of the show, friend of the, of our friends. He's a friend, Doc. He um he did his, and he was like, he found that he was like, um, I want to say like sixty some percent Nigerian or something like that. Like, like <laughs> right after that, he had like Nigerian flags and shit on his um, profile and shit. So. Yeah, I think it. I mean, if you do the right one, I, I can't think of which one he did, but like I, I know, was gonna say, you need to find out. And then I was um, interested in the one you said that was mostly done by African 
Americans or whatever you were saying. Like, I just, yeah, I just was... want to get as accurate as possible. And I'm gonna just tell y'all now, you know, don't let my shit come back and tell me anything about Nigeria and Ghana, nothing like that. Cause I'm, you ain't gonna be able to tell me a motherfucking thing. Yeah, um, I want to say the one that I heard that had like the most, um, of of something, and it it like made kind of it kind of made sense. Because uh, I, I want to say the one about the African-American thing, it was um, it was on the Breakfast Club. But Charlamagne had did his. You know what I'm saying? He from, like, down there in Charleston. So it ain't too right. much, It ain't too much like, outside. Of, like, people that live in Charleston, their whole family probably been in Charleston their whole life. Like, every everybody, you know what yeah. I'm saying, been there. So they ain't really had too much of mixing going on. But, like, his was, like, real high and, like, uh, Ghana, or Nigeria, something like that. Like it was like one of the highest I heard somebody say. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and that's when they were talking about the African American one. But they said that one is a little bit more expensive. That was like a black owned company or whatever. But it was like a little bit more expensive. You know what I'm saying? But there's, I want to say they said that they get because because they they're black or whatever. They went and got like different tribes. So you can kind of I want to say they said that you can get like down to like whatever tribe your people are from. Like you can get like that that specific with it or whatever, but yeah, I want to do mine I need to though. Go. I need I need to go back and listen to one of figure out which episode it was he was talking about and get the information then. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to do it. I'm not opposed to paying. I just want to do it. Yeah, out. I want to. I'm gonna I'm gonna holler at Doc and see which one he did because um, yeah, his his was. I just don't want to have if I have anything over point some percent European, I'm gonna be highly pissed. Oh, I'm gonna be real pissed off. And you know what? I, I, I'm I'm a slick, a little, a tad, little bit nervous. Um, I mean, how, not necessarily on my mama's side, but over there on my dad's side. But I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see about this thing. I mean, how coarse is your hair? Because if I if <laughs> that because if I um if if I have any percentage over point some percent European and all the sporting ways I had to buy back in the day, I'm gonna be highly upset. Highly upset. <laughs> make me sick yes <laughs> okay highly upset yeah, yeah but i want to do it so you need to find out because come friday i'm gonna be done i'm gonna be done text you like uh did you talk to doc because i want to know yeah i'm gonna holler i'm gonna I'm, I'm holler at doc matter of fact as soon as we get off of here and i'll let you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. don't be Maybe telling they, me that's true i know it's ancestry.com one is one 23 and me is one um and i forgot the black one but uh yeah we'll find that out for y'all and uh if y'all I'm, I'm I'm asking y'all for input, man. If y'all ever done one of those things, let us know how you liked it, your results and stuff. Were you surprised? Were you pleased? Were you uh, disappointed? Uh, I want to know. And maybe that's something we can do as a show. You know what I'm saying? Do our um yeah. Well, we do it and then reveal our stuff on the show. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, and then we get it and we do as we open we open it for the first time on the show. That'd be something right. we can do. That'd be dope. I think we should do that. Yeah, yeah. Let me get my money together, though. Well, you know, just let me know, and I'm going to be getting mine together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so what else you got? Did You just dropped a um, blog, didn't you? I did, called Dear Employers, because, yeah. you know, I just had some shit I had to get off my chest. Mm. I got to read that uh, one, too. I, I got to read that I, I've, I've been thinking of this list, honestly, uh, for the last longest. Um, but then after my uh, after some things transpired last week at my job, I was like, you know what? I need to let these motherfuckers know, okay? Oh, that's why you going to that job fair? Mm-hmm. So hold up. You going to the, you going to the job fair? Um, 
You went to the job fair uh, on the day you go to work? Well, I'm off. You off tomorrow? I'm off. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna say no more. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not even heard about it. I put my notice in, and but I, I already knew that when I put my notice in, especially because um, not not my lead, but my manager is uh white. Well, was a white male, and I could definitely tell that um, in a, a heated conversation we had last week, um, he was expecting me to like tuck my tail. And then he had no oh. idea that that's just not the type of bitch that I am because I don't care anything about your accolades or your title. We're human. And so you have to be what you're asking for. You're not going to ask me for respect and then talk to me like you're crazy. Um, and then I had him backed up in the corner for a little bit, not physically, but you know what I'm saying, as far as what he was trying to say to me. And um, his ego was real bruised. It was real. He was real oh. hurt out there. So I knew whenever I gave my notice, he was they were going to decline it. Oh, so they... So I, Oh. I gave my notice and then I worked two more days and then they called me yesterday morning and was like, uh, instead of me working until the 23rd, they want to make it effective, effective immediately. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Did they pay Only you for them days? Huh? Did they pay you for them days? Um, I, I will be, oh. uh, being comped until then or should be, if not, then, you know, we just going to move forward with, with other things. Um, Simply because it was a small business, so there's no HR in there. Oh, I got you. And so then my my manager was quote unquote HR with no HR background, no approachability. There's no way <sighs> to talk to him about anything. And then there's no legal quote unquote department. We just have the CFO, and then they kind of look to him for legal advice in regards to what can or can't be done. Um, and I just flat out told them that the, the whole building was a lawsuit waiting to happen, and I ain't got shit, nothing but motherfucking time. Well, uh, y'all, um, I don't know. Just uh, if y'all know some places that hiring and oh, I'm good. I, one Sierra. thing about me is I always, I ain't never really been without no job. Oh, yeah, I'm not know. worried. I'll be working. Kamaya over here. <laughs> I'm not Kamaya. I was extremely respectful. You uh, were. I mm. just was pulling policy. I didn't stab the cracker for less. That's <laughs> I hate your life, son. You you did ass get on my nerves. <laughs> Brittany, don't let her don't let her Kamaya you. Don't let her Kamaya you, boo boo. Yeah. Okay, boo boo. Yeah. Brandon, when I tell you you get on my damn nerves, son. I know you love it. I know you love it. Oh, and uh, another thing. I got thing. another blog coming though. Um, I might. I think I'm gonna post it tomorrow, and uh, I think it's gonna. I'm gonna ruffle the parents' feathers. Ooh, this is this gonna be yeah. talking about melatonin and gummy bears? Oh hell no! Oh, oh okay, okay. Um, <laughs> what else I want? I want to say something too. Uh, uh, I ain't got no email from your boy Robert. <laughs> so, Robert, I know you're listening, nigga. <laughs> you better get them Twitter thumbs to go on or something. And hit that email. He definitely said he did his review. He was like, he he did a review. He don't know why he didn't like Ben do a review. He listened to us all the time. He did a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. He oh. said he don't know why he never posted it. Let me see. Uh, I gotta see. I gotta see. Let me see. Let me go because I ain't even look. Can let me I see, see real quick? Yeah, you probably can't. I mean, you can just go to the. Uh... Oh, why open that? Let me open the podcast. Oh wait, yeah. do I see it on the podcast app or do I see it? Yeah, you can see it. You can see the reviews on the podcast app. Um. Mm. Baby, baby, baby. 
Let me see. Man, I don't know what you're talking about. What you mean? It's, oh, wait. Now I'm playing an episode. Oh, chill out, chill out. Let I me don't see if see I can it. see the reviews. You're telling me I'm untrue. Nah, I know what I'm talking about. Now. Let me I'm see. Recording. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to see this review. Oh, said, wait. So here we go. Okay, so wait. Where is this? It should be. Okay, see y'all. I don't see it. Oh, it don't say. It don't say. Oh, I'm have to text that nigga. I, I'm all the way down to July. The last review we got was July. Oh, I'm just to text that nigga. You lying, nigga. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I thought we. I don't know. Maybe it's just not showing though. Cause I knew the number before, and it's a little bit more. We got we got a four star review. Who does that? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, y'all send us your reviews and all of that. Um, what else do I gotta say? Uh, give me your um, give me your social, give me your social stuff, uh, so they know where to get to your blog and everything. My blog is multidimensionalsoul.com, and my Instagram is lovecurls underscore. Okay. And that's it. All right, y'all know where to find me. Uh, find me on Instagram. Uh, BP McCoop. BP McCoop. Uh, is it one? Yeah, people cool on Instagram, uh, and on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, DJ Blaze Show on Twitter. Uh, and email us your questions, your comments, and all of that shit. Uh, DJ Blaze Show at Gmail dot com, and uh, hopefully we'll be on time next week. <laughs> <laughs> we should be on time next week, unless Brandon busy. Oh yeah, cause uh, court. Well, nah, anyway. Yeah, we, nah, 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 nah. I ain't want to say that. I ain't want to run no salt in the I room. mean, because you know, I got time because you know. Yeah, she got time now. But, uh, <laughs> shout out. Shout out to y'all. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, be back next week. Um, I'm your boy, Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we out. Peace.